Hey guys, thanks for tuning in, and this is College Knowledge. So after listening to episode one, I realized something. I realized that you guys don't really know who I am. Outside of my friends and family that listen to this, my audience doesn't really know who I am. So today is going to be a little bit of story time, and we're going to uncover, well, who is Bry Torres? I lived in Columbia all the way up until the age of four. So back then, things were pretty simple. Just go outside, play, have fun, come back late in the afternoon, dirty, muddy, whatever may be the case, and come home to some home-cooked meals from mi abuela. Things changed when I was about four years old because that's when my mom met my stepdad from the United States. Uh, and during those, during that time period, my mom, she left for the United States uh, just to see how life would be. And she left me in Columbia because she wanted to make sure that everything was going to be okay. So a few months later, came back, and then she was like, hey, we're moving. And I was like, okay, where are we moving to? And she was like, we're moving to Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri is where everything really started for me. Like, it was so crazy because everything was so new. Like, life was completely flipped. Columbia, I was used to going outside every day and all that. But here in the United States, things were a little different. Not everybody was sitting out on their front porch and talking and it was cold and that was a big difference i came here around maybe november ish and i remember when i got off that plane that was the coldest i've ever felt in my whole entire life and i think looking back on it, it probably wasn't even that cold see the issue was that it's not that it was cold or that i had moved 2700 miles away from what i called home the biggest issue I faced was that I didn't speak English. So I remember the next day, my mom, she went out and she got me, remember those leapfrog books? The ones that had like the comics were with Spider-Man and all the different heroes. And you can like press on it and then it'll say their names or it'll say the story or whatever's going on. So my mom brought me so many of those because she was an ESL teacher at a school called El McCoy that shut down in Kansas City. And I remember I had all those books in my room and I was just practicing English every single day, every single day. My mom was quizzing me on English every single day. So when I got to kindergarten, I started at Lower Hills Elementary. It was right around the corner from my house. And that was a pretty interesting day because the very first day of school, I fell asleep on the bus ride back home and missed the bus stop. And I remember my mom was freaking out because she had just sent her her son to school and I didn't get off when the bus stop, uh, when the bus was at my stop. And I remember when I woke up, I was the last person on the bus. And it was just from that moment on, everything was, everything was very real that things were different now. Lower Hills Elementary School in Kansas City, Missouri was where I stayed basically all my years of elementary school, all the way from kindergarten to First, the end of first semester of fifth grade. After that, uh, that semester was when my dad found out that we were getting relocated to St. Louis, Missouri. So we packed up, moved everything, and we went to St. Louis. St. Louis is pretty interesting because it was very different from Raytown. Uh, St. Louis, I lived in the O'Fallon uh, area and went to the Fort Zumwalt School District. So everything was very uh, preppy, very just... It was not what I was accustomed to, but St. Louis had a big impact on me because 
things were very hard and things were harder in St. Louis. Uh, academic wise, things were harder. And I felt like they were really pushing me more than I guess what I did at Laurel Hills. And because of that, it made me better because eventually a year, exactly a year later, um, we ended up moving right back to Kansas City. And when we did that, uh, I ended up going to Raytown Middle School, which was where I would have gone initially. Um, I would have gone there anyways if I would have stayed at Laurel Hills. So going to Raytown Middle School, um, I was expecting things to be harder. But because of my time in St. Louis, everything was actually easier than what I thought. Uh, this allowed me to get into some advanced classes and do good on some tests and things like that. And all that was just kind of setting me up like for, for future events to happen. Um, middle school was a pretty, pretty decent time. I played, I was playing football for the Blue Spring Sports Association. Uh, I did wrestling. I was part of the very first wrestling team at my middle school. So all that was pretty fun. And I was looking forward to high school. Um, so Raytown High School was where I went to high school. And Raytown High School, man, I was dreaming of that place since since as young as I could remember. And I think it I think it did live up to my expectations. Freshman year, played football. Uh football was definitely my main sport. It was my main thing in high school. Uh, I remember one of my good friends, Andrew Romero, he told me one time, he was like, you know, Brian, you're very two sided. You just have football in school and I think that made me realize that you know I needed to start developing something something else uh, something another part of my life that I could do outside of football and outside of school work uh, so ever since that day of freshman or sophomore year uh, I've been trying to work on that I think sophomore year uh, was a pretty hard year I uh, tore my ACL very first play of the game I'm on my very first varsity start. There's a guy I was playing outside linebacker, sealing off the end, and uh, just my knee got rotated, so I tore my ACL pretty bad. So that whole year was a year just me on crutches and wheelchairs and recovering and hospital visits, uh, and a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of painkillers. So that was pretty tough to do at school. It would always put me to sleep. Um, I met my girlfriend that year. Uh, that was pretty cool. So she had to deal with me being on crutches and she was carrying my bag and all that. Uh, junior year, junior year was uh junior year was a pretty big year. Uh, I took a lot of college credits, a lot of dual credits. Um yeah, I knew that that would save a lot of money later on going into college. So for me, that was and my parents, you know, they pushed me a lot that hey, it's very important that you try to get into these classes and that um you're able to get some credits so that when you go into college, uh, that's things that you don't have to pay as much as they would charge you in college. And char- in college, they could charge you 150 per credit hour. Um, as we're in high school, they were only charging us like 60 to $70 a credit hour, um, which was pretty nice. And we didn't have to buy books or anything like that because it was all provided um, through the dual credit classes. So that was junior year. Definitely my heaviest year of high school. I had a lot to do. That was also my first year uh, that I was introduced to Summit Technology Academy, which is a STEM school. So we focus on science, technology, engineering, and mathematics in Lee Summit, Missouri. And that's where I really like started to become into who I am today. And that's where I became very interested in technology and the possibilities that we can do with it. Uh, at Summit Technology Academy, I was I took 
computer integrated manufacturing, which was a, it was pretty cool because it was more of like, it was really the first robotics class that I have like taken kind of, we learned, we were learning coding and we were learning presentation skills and uh, we were programming robots to do really cool things. We were also programming uh, 3D milling uh, software, milling processes so that it can cut a piece of a block of wood into a clock or a, uh, or, or into a, a container. And that was one of our assignments. And we we're learning how to use a laser engraver to laser engrave things. Um, that's where also I was introduced to 3D printing and the software is behind that, like Autodesk Inventor and all that. So that was a pretty eye-opening time. And during that time, I would always heard of a, of a professor called Dr. Rother- uh, named Dr. Rutherford. And he was the professor of the senior capstone project that you had to be a senior. And it was called the engineering design and development course. The final course in the PLT in the project lead the way, otherwise known as PLTW pathway. So going into my senior year, I knew that my goal was to be a part of Dr. Rutherford's class. And I wanted to be a team lead on that project. Uh, the only issue going into my senior year was that there was a massive change that happened in my life. Uh, my dad got a phone call and, well, it wasn't really much of a phone call. It was, he got an email, um, from his company that he works for and they were like, Hey, you know, we're closing down here in Kansas city. So we're going to re we're going to relocate. And they ended up relocating to Atlanta, Georgia. So my dad had to leave in, uh, December in December, no, I'm sorry, in January of 2017, that's when my dad left. So that was my that was going into my second semester of junior year. Uh, so he came down here to Atlanta, Georgia, you know, to find us a house and all that stuff and continue to work. Uh, and my mom, it was me, my mom, and my grandma, uh, and my grandpa, and we were staying in Kansas City. We were still staying there. Uh, but I knew that, that there was going to be a time that was going to come when everyone was going to leave. And that time came right before the beginning of my senior year. Right before the beginning of my senior year, my mom, she left that summer going into senior year uh, with my little sister. And my grandma ended up moving into an apartment uh, in Kansas City. That's that's when I moved in with uh, with a best friend of mine, my best friend, uh, Andrew Merrill. So his family was gracious enough to, you know, give me the guest bedroom and I moved in and it was, I was part of the family, which it was pretty nice. Cause I had already known them, uh, for many, many years before that. So it was a really great experience. You know, I never had like a, um, like a person, another, I never had, like, I never lived with my brother. I have a stepbrother, but I never like directly lived with them. So I thought it was pretty cool, uh, to have that relationship. And especially it was since it was my best friend. So that was great. Uh, met a lot of cool people. Um, if FTB is listening to this, you guys are amazing and thank you for being a big part of my life. Um, during that time, uh, I also, I believe that I grew a little bit because it was just a different situation and I felt like I was a little bit more on my own and I had a little bit more freedom. Uh, but I still did what I had to do. Um, I was applying to many different colleges then. And I remember having to do a lot of scholarships and cause those things are just ridiculous. Uh, but they have to get done. Um, as it got closer to December, uh, I knew that I was going to graduate early so that I could go down to Georgia, um, not only to be with my family, but also to start college a semester early. Uh, I'd really done everything that I needed to do in high school, and being there for another semester wasn't really going to be beneficial. Uh, 
that was that was basically the reason why I, I didn't have to do anything else. Um, and at Summit Technology Academy, I, I was the team lead for um, for Team Rogue uh, for our senior project, and I accomplished that. And we finished our project, um, and that semester went really well. So I felt that I'd came to somewhat of a closure in everything that I was doing in Kansas City. Um, from then on, I moved down here, moved down to Atlanta, Georgia, and I attended. Starting on January 8th, I attended Georgia State, Georgia State University's Newton campus. Uh, I drove there about 30 minutes every single day and 30 minutes back home. Uh, I had a class every single day except Fridays, so it was pretty nice. Um, it was definitely different from high school because I, I only took 10 credit hours for my first semester because it was all out of pocket. And a lot of people here in Georgia are on the HOPE scholarship, which pays a lot of nine, like 90% tuition. Um, so for them, it was pretty cheap, but I was paying out of pocket, so I couldn't afford to take really more than 10, uh, but it all helped out, um, because eventually, uh, once you get to 30, then you're able to get on hope. So eventually I'm going to be able to get on hope. Uh, the semester at Newton, I think it really humbled me because like, I, I felt like university should have been a little bit more of a step up, uh, but Georgia State was... Georgia State, I feel, was very Georgia State's Newton campus. To emphasize Newton campus, I feel is very humbling because there's not a lot going on. There's no parties. There's no there's no distractions. You're really you're there to do what you have to do, and then you get out. And that's what I came there to do. Came in there to do what I had to do and get out. I learned a lot. Um, I learned the ins and outs and the politics of college, which I feel that once you get over that, uh, then you can really just focus on being a student again. And if you're a good student, you know, then, then that's the easy part. But I think one of the most stressful parts, or maybe the parts, it's just like, it's just an inconvenience is really the politics of it. Uh, whether it's financial aid or just whether it's getting signed up for the classes and it's that, I think once you get over that, then that's when, you can just buckle down and do what you've always done your whole life and just be a student. And that's what I was always good at was just being a student. Uh, but my parents helped me out a lot by helping me, you know, Hey, you need to be on top of this. Hey, you need to be doing this. Uh, don't forget about this or the importance of this. Um, so all that really helped. And now it's summer. Uh, I'm all, I'm still, I'm taking two online classes through Georgia state. Um, Next semester, uh, I'll be in Kennesaw State's engineering, uh, mechanical engineering department. So I'm getting pretty excited about that. Uh, I already signed up for my classes, had orientation, uh, everything went well. Um, I know my roommate and I know uh, the campus. I've been to it a few times now. So I'm pretty excited to really kick off like my true freshman year, uh, my true freshman year of college. And I think with that, guys, uh, you guys are all pretty caught up, and now you know who I am. Now you guys know who Bri Torres is. Um, from here on out, uh, every, we're going we're gonna to be having different guests on the show. We're going to be having um, more story times like this, things like that. Uh, I know that upcoming we have uh, July 6th. There should be an episode on July 6th. Look forward to that one because 
I'm going to be interviewing um, the director of scholarships at Coca-Cola. I'm meeting with him, a friend of mine, Jonathan Davis. So I'll be meeting with him. Uh, We're also going to be having on the show a Spotify, uh, the company Spotify. Probably you guys all listen to. Some of you guys might be listening to this podcast on Spotify. Um, So we're going to have Spotify on here. um, And we're going to have a team from Atlanta, Georgia called SpedEx. And we're going to be talking to them about uh, education and their experience and how they ended up at certain companies and things like that. So, yeah, look forward to that. Hey guys, if you enjoyed the show today, it would mean the world if you liked it, subscribed to my podcast, and please share it to anybody who is looking to get information about college or you think you just might be interested. Uh, And please stay tuned for more episodes to come. And my YouTube channel should be dropping pretty soon. All right. See you guys in the next one.